And welcome to the Lone Wolf Hof Podcast. My name is Dan Hofer, and I'll be taking you through this lovely evening tonight. It's uh, Monday, January 15th. And, you know, after a wild weekend of football, I gotta say, well, that was nuts. I mean, you can't even, you can't really describe how great that was. Because for one group of fans like the Vikings, you're feeling great. For the Saints, if you're a Saints fan, not so much. But, hey, what are you going to do? Me, personally, I had two bets on the uh, the Saints for... Uh, Super Bowl and NFC champions, so those I can rip them up. But, you know, today I really want to get into what the Giants are going to do this offseason and how they're going to handle all the adversity and everything they face this year. Let's start with, well, we got our second pick in the draft. And me personally, I'm trading down. I want them to trade down. Now, I've come up with a few different scenarios where the Giants can trade down and stack up draft picks and get better for the years to come. Because face it, um, we as Giant fans are going to be in for a world of hurt if they don't address the situations with the offensive line, with the uh, everything going on with the defense. It's just not great. So looking at the salary cap issues we have Eli Manning's taking up 22 million now me personally I was always I've been against Eli coming back but thinking more into it and we'll get into that later I think it's the right move to keep him for now but we got guys like Dominique Rogers Cromarty his num his book his uh, numbers are probably going to come off the books I'm guessing if you're going to save six and a half million if you cut him before June 1st so I think they got to do that. The Giants have to do that. They got to. They have to just address that issue. You got a guy like Eli Apple, who's making four million, but if they cut him, there is this clause in contracts that states that if you're suspended by the team, you can supposedly be cut, and it will not go as dead money against the cap. So if they can cut Eli Apple and get free up that four million dollars, that's big, because they got to they they're not going to be able to get all their problems fixed with the draft. So we got to see what what's going to happen. But right now they got twenty three million, and that's not a lot. You got to sign all the draft picks. You got to figure out what you're doing with Odell. Like, it's tough with Odell. Let's all face it here. But Brandon Marshall's probably going to go. That's five more million dollars. So right now, if you cut DRC, you cut Marshall, and you can cut Eli Apple, you got six, five, eleven, uh, fifteen, six, about sixteen million with everything added up. About sixteen million freed up. So then you got thirty-nine million. That's not bad, but we got to figure that out. So my first scenario with the Giants is you trade down from two and you trade down to five, and you're asking maybe why five? Because you got the Denver Broncos there. I don't want Josh Rosen at two. I don't. From what I'm, from what everyone has been saying, he's just not a good teammate. He's he's not what you want in a guy as a leader. So if the Broncos want to trade up, and you can get, let's say, two second round picks for the, maybe one this year and one next year, a third, you know, I would do that. I would do something along those lines. Last year, the Bears traded up 
for Mitch Trubisky, and they gave up a second round, two second round picks, a third rounder. So if you can do something like that, I am I'm definitely okay with that. Especially because if you drop down to five, you can get a guy like Baker Mayfield. And I I like Baker Mayfield a lot. I really I feel like he is going to be a special player in this league. Your people are comparing him to Johnny Manziel. I don't see it. I don't see it. The only comparisons you can really make are that Baker Mayfield Eh, a little trouble with the law, a little running with the law, yeah. But, I mean, you could just basically say... Oh, okay. Now, if the Giants take a Baker Mayfield, they're going to face scrutiny because of what, you know, Johnny Manziel comparisons. He's not 6'3", 6'4". The guy's 6'1", okay? He's a, he's a bigger version of Johnny Manziel. He's a, a bigger guy. He's not a skinny guy at all. And, you know, everyone hates on his antics. You know, okay, yeah, that's great. But that's how you got to play the game of football. I mean, you're not going to... He's not screaming at his teammates. He's not screaming at coaches. He's... He might... Yeah, he might shit talk the other team. And he might do some stuff that the other team's not going to like. But, hey, man, he's a, he's a gamer. So... If you trade down, you're going to get Baker Mayfield at 5. I'm good with that. But you also got a team like the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are at 15 right now. They're kind of in a no-win situation here because if all the quarterbacks get taken by maybe the by the Jets, by the Giants, by the Browns, by the Broncos, and then the Redskins take a quarterback if they lose Kirk Cousins, then the Cardinals are stuck. They're in a, they're in a, they're in a, they're in a crap situation. They're going to have to take a Lamar Jackson early. Most people don't feel that Lamar Jackson's going to be a first-round guy. But if you can move up with the Cardinals, that's a good move. It is. You're going to get a, probably a first-round pick next year after you get their 15th pick. Maybe a, a second-round pick this year also and a third-round pick. But it will be a good haul. But the best move the Giants can make right now with this draft is to trade with the Buffalo Bills. And you know why? Because the Buffalo Bills have two first-round picks, 21 and 22 from the Chiefs. Now, if they get those two picks, they get a second-round pick, they get a third, and they get a first and a second next year. Hell, that's a very that is a very very good deal. I think if you get something along those lines, and the Bills will want to do it. They kind of, I mean, I've, I've gotten mixed signals from Bills fans. I, I tweeted it out today. I got a few Bills fans that said they're, they would love to do that. Some fans that like Tyrod, but I, is Tyrod worth that money? I, you know, it's, it's just not, you know, it's not, I don't think so. So if the Giants do that, I'd love that. That is a move I would love. And you know why? Really? Because there could be a situation where a Baker Mayfield falls down to 21. There is, a, there is a possibility that he falls down. If the Redskins don't take a quarterback and the Cardinals address it in free agency and the Jets take a Josh Allen instead, it, it's possible you still get Baker Mayfield at 21. And at 22, you take an offensive lineman. Because I, I hear, I mean, and this is, I get into arguments with Giants fans about this. They're arguing that the Giants would take a, a left tackle or an offensive lineman at pick number two. There's no offensive lineman that's worth the number two pick. There just isn't. You're reaching. You're reaching and praying. You're reaching and hoping. And if, if they do that, it's just all hope's going to be lost for these for this team. So there's just no way. 
that you can do this. I, I don't. I, they cannot take an offensive lineman too. So, and they, that's what Giants fans got to realize. If you two, if you trade down, you're taking an offensive lineman at 22, and then guess what? Second round, you got two second round picks this year if you do that, probably. And guess what? Guess what you do? You address the offensive line again in the second round, and you get a, and you get a, a D back. You get a D back. You get someone on defense, because you, guess what? If they leave, if they cut DRC and the Eli Apple's gone, they have no cornerbacks. And then going from the maybe the best secondary in football two years ago to being one of the worst. So I mean that's god awful. So they can take a guy like Orlando Brown in the second round, which would be I think that'd be great if they took a a, a good left tackle like that. And that's you know hey if you get Baker Mayfield, that's his left tackle in college. So ho ho baby. That'd be good, but it's you know it's the Giants have to do something, and the the logical thing for them to do is trade down. You gotta. It just it makes so much sense, and it, I mean I get you want to get a franchise quarterback, but getting a franchise quarterback there, it, it, it's never certain, as we've seen over the years. It's never going to be certain. Now the other thing the Giants could do, and I've thought I've thought about this, and you know, I had a long discussion with two of my friends over the weekend about it. We were out to dinner, you know. I got we had a nice talk about it. If the Giants can trade Eli Manning, now you trade Eli Manning for I, I mean, I'm talking. You trade him for anything. You have to. If you can trade Eli Manning, you trade Eli Manning because you get 22 million off the cap, and a logical team is. The Blake Bortles led Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I'm I get it, everyone. Blake Bortles led the Jaguars. Blah blah blah. I know. Yeah, good. He played good. He played good. And I've seen the stats comparing Eli Manning's first four years to Blake Bortles' first four years. Yeah, uh, yada yada yada. I got it. So I don't know. As a Jaguar fan, if you're a Jaguar fan, are you confident in Blake Bortles? Now this is the thing. If you can get Eli Manning for two years, why not? Blake Bortles' cap hits nineteen million. If they cut him, there's no dead money. They can move on from him, and Eli's three more million dollars. Now the Jaguars did a lot in free agency, so they do not have a lot of cap room. But you can it, three million dollar difference. This team needs to win now. The Jaguars. They have a Calais Campbell. They have Telvin Smith. They have guys that aren't exactly the young bucks of the of the National Football League. You know, and you're not going to have Allen Robinson next year probably. So you need to make sure you even have a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. And I, trust me, I'm, I am the least, as a big Giant fan, I'm probably the least Eli Manning apologist, supporter, all that. I'm not. He had Eli this year. He threw for 3,500 yards, and that's rounding up. He had 346-8. 19 touchdowns and 13 picks. That's really bad. That's terrible. He had an 80 quarterback rating. That's very bad. Now, granted, he was sacked the second most time in his, times in his career. But is it is Eli getting worse? I think so. Yeah, I think Eli has gotten worse. I think he can make the throws that he used to make, and I think he's worse, a lot worse, to be honest. I think he's probably the 18th to 20th best quarterback in the NFL. So if but he's better than Blake Bortles, he's better than Blake Bortles, and if you give up, the Jaguars would not have to give up a lot. 
You know, we're all, we'll all be hoping and praying for a second-round pick, but no, that, that ain't going to happen. The most you could, I could maybe even see getting is a fifth-round pick, and that's, that's, that's being generous. So guess what? If you do that, let's, you know, say you do that, right? You have a slew of free agents you can get besides having all these draft picks. You got guys like you got a Nate Solder that you can go get, and Nate Solder is a is a good, a very good I I think left tackle. He's had some moments where he's not, but he's a good left tackle. You got a guy like Rashad Breeland from uh, Washington who can come in and be a second DB for you if you get rid of everyone, meaning DRC and Eli Apple. You got a guy like Rashawn Melvin. Uh, I mean, you got guys you can get. You got a Jack Mehort you can get as a guard. You got a Patrick Robinson. You got guys you can get. So that's if they trade Eli. And if they do, if they trade Eli before the draft, then I think they should only move down to five. They should go down to five and get a Baker Mayfield. They should not trade all the way down to twenty-one because then you're screwed a quarterback. But I want to know as a Giant fan, what am I getting with Davis Webb? What What's going on? This It was ridiculous to start Geno Smith during the season. And I was all over everyone for getting all over, the, like everyone for having them sit Eli. I didn't want Eli to play, but I didn't want Geno Smith to play either. I wanted to see what I had with a Davis Webb. We didn't get to see that. And that's, that's a sin for all of us Giant fans. We did not get to see what Davis Webb is. We've heard good things. We've heard Davis Webb state getting getting there first, like Eli Manning, and leaving the facility last every day. But we didn't get to see anything. We heard he has a good arm. We heard he's somewhat mobile. But again, didn't get to see it. So it's it was a shame. And Geno Smith, my God, that was just bad, terrible. This whole thing can be fixed if it's done the right way. Because right now, the Giants are in a total state of we don't know what on earth is going to happen with this team. You have a new GM, and from what we've heard, Gettleman's a real hard-ass. Hey, I'm not going to hate on a hard-ass in this situation that we're in now. But, I mean, they're... They're floating. They're barely floating right now. This could, if this, this, the worst that this could happen, that could happen here is that you're stuck with Olivier Verne and, and JPP for the next three years. And then what? You're screwed. Their cap number is 17 million each. You're getting killed with those two contracts. OV's had eight and a half sacks both in both two of the, both the past two years. What kind of, you're paying 17 million for eight sacks. It's ridiculous, and you know what? I'm not even gonna, I'm not even getting into the whole thing with him kneeling. I don't care. That has nothing to do with this. He just isn't that good. He's not. You got guys that are getting taking up so much money, and you got to resign Landon Collins, and you got to figure out what you're doing with Odell Beckham. Because guess what? Odell Beckham, who knows what's gonna happen? Because he's not. I don't think he's gonna play next year if they, if they franchise tag him. I really don't. I think he's screwed. I think we're screwed. The only thing you can hope for with Odell now is that the Giants make him a sweet, a somewhat sweet deal, and he takes it because he got hurt, and he's like, "Screw it, I'm not going to risk getting hurt again." The Giants offer him twenty million. You, you, you do it. 
<laughs> oh God! But then what do you do? It's this is what I'm. This is it. I've I kind of woke up this past week and realized the Giants are absolutely fucked. If they handle this the wrong way, if this is handled the wrong way, the Giants are going to turn into the Jets. And I'm really not trying to shit on the Jets at all, but we've seen how that franchise acts, and the Giants are going to turn into that if if they don't if they don't handle this the correct way. Because Janoris Jenkins, I don't know what I'm getting with him. He's 13 million. You got 30 million wrapped up in two guys that we don't even know if they're worth it. We don't even know if they're worth it. Think about it. The Jaguars just built their defense this year, and they did it the right way. They got guys, a Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell is so much better than Olivier Vernon. It's not even close. They have they got AJ Boye, and AJ Boye is arguably the best cornerback in NFL in the NFL. And I'm you know he's top five definitely, but you can argue that he is number one because he is a stud. You got a guy like Brandon Marshall who did nothing. You could have got Whitworth. You could have went and got Whitworth. That's what Jerry Reese has destroyed this team. He destroyed it, butchered it, destroyed, murdered anything. Any form of killing, any form of anything, he's done it. Because guess what? Name me a giant pick that's still on the team from 2008 besides Jason Pierre-Paul. And granted, it's been 10 years and not a lot of guys stay for the 10 years. Whatever. You can't. You cannot name me a guy from that 2009 draft after that. You can't. There's Eli Manning. JPP's been here, but you got a guy like Linval Joseph, who's on the Vikings now, and Linval's a great player. You got Jonathan Hankins on the Colts now, great player. It's it's bad. You got and he's Jerry Reese had picks. J. Ron Hosley, third round pick. You got Jarrell Jernigan. You got guys that were just busts. Marvin Austin. You got guys that didn't even see the field, and that's where the Giants have gotten screwed. They haven't had good drafts. They've had to resort to bad free agent signings, and now they have no cap room. And now they're screwed if they don't handle this the correct way. Well, everyone, you know, I'm getting, I'm just getting into this now, starting it up. You know, give me some feedback. If it sucked, it sucked. Hey, I know maybe it did suck, you know, but I'm just giving you a preview of what the Giants are looking at, how it's all going to go down. I'll check back in, you know, next week, maybe see what's going on. I mean, you know, I might, I might even try and get someone else because, God forbid, you hear my boring voice for 15 to 20 minutes. You know, I can't blame you for that. So we'll see how it goes. All right, everyone. Hey, have a good night, guys.